This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work. There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. Hey, everybody. Super excited that the holiday season is upon us. And I just wanted to remind you that I have a super special something that you can give to a super special someone. And that is my book, Joyful Courage, Calming the Drama and Taking Control of Your Parenting Journey was written for all parents. It was written for parents of young kids, for parents of teenagers, for moms, for dads, for any kind of caregiver. And I really want you to think about if there's someone in your life that you think could really benefit from reading it, from getting into the Joyful Courage mindset. You can find the print version of the book on Amazon by just searching Joyful Courage there, or you can get the audiobook through Audible. I'm so excited to have an audiobook. That's my book. It's super crazy and awesome. So I just wanted to remind you that if you're kind of stumped on what to get friends or family for Christmas or Hanukkah or any other holiday that you're celebrating in the coming weeks and months, consider the Joyful Courage book. All right. Yay. Hey, hey, welcome to the Joyful Courage Podcast, a place for information and inspiration on the parenting journey. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so happy that you're catching the very last episode of 2019. I am your host. I am Casey O'Rourke, positive discipline trainer, parent coach, but most importantly, a real live parent in the trenches of parenting a 13-year-old and a 16-year-old. I know you, I see you, I get you. Life is a wild ride on this parenting journey. And I create these podcasts so that you have a place to come and feel felt, right? I also love to bring you interviews every other week with people that inspire me, people that I feel like have something really important to say that I want to share with you. If you would like to join the community post show after the show, head on over to Live and Love with Joyful Courage on Facebook or and or and or the Joyful Courage Parents of Teens Facebook group. Both of those groups are admined by me and they are a place for conversation and community with like-minded people, something I have to say about both of those groups, you will not find a kinder, more supportive group of parents anywhere 
on the internet. So join us, uh, join us in the Live and Love group. And if you have teenagers, head on over to Joyful Courage for Parents of Teens. You can also follow me on Instagram at joyful underscore courage or over on Facebook. I have a business page, Joyful Courage. All right. This week is a solo show. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, everybody. It's your friend Casey here for my last show of 2019. Should I say my last show of the decade? I'm cracking up at how. (laughs) I mean, it is a big deal, right? This is the end of a decade. That's a big deal. We're heading into the 20s which is weird and I keep seeing this thing on social media that says is it isn't it weird that the 80s were 40 years ago and I'm here to say yes it is weird that the 80s were 40 years ago because in my mind the 80s were like 20 years ago but of course that is inaccurate the 80s were 40 years ago we're we are actually at the end of a decade we're also we're also at the end of 2019. And so I just wanted to come in and share a little bit about 2019 and just kind of take a little look back, a little look-see back at the year. Um, It was a pretty profound year for many of us. I think that, well, I know that a lot of us had some pretty big highs and some pretty big lows and different kinds of transitions. And oops. Um, and by the way, I'm recording this at almost eight o'clock at night on a Wednesday. And I can hear my family doing the dishes upstairs. My husband's trying to cajole my daughter to come help. She doesn't want to help. My son is totally talking smack to my husband about being better at snowboarding at him than him and I'm totally hiding out right now because I can't deal with any of it so real life real life for me probably looks a lot like real life for you friend the struggle is real right the struggle is real so 2019 man uh I would just like to invite us all to take a minute and think about if you can, what was the best thing that happened in 2019 for you? Like, what's the first high of 2019 that shows up when I ask you that question? What was something that blissed you out, that supported you in feeling accomplished, that filled you with love and joy? Did you have something like that? I bet you did. I bet there was at least one moment of joy and love in 2019. And I invite you to bring that to mind. Bring that to mind. Think about that. Um, I know for me, there was a lot. I mean, I published a book. Whoa. My husband surprised me on the day of my book launch party and showed up. He had been working out of town for five months. That was a pretty special moment. Uh, The moment that my son told me that he was really glad that we moved and felt like our new community was a great fit for him. Like, oh my gosh, that was one of the best things that happened. Um, 
gosh, sitting in a conference full of a diverse audience, a diverse speakers panel, being down in California at the Diversity in Parenting Conference was super amazing. Loved that. Hey, everybody. Listen, I'm so excited to give you an update on Songfinch. Songfinch delivers. I shared last month that I was going to have them create an original song for Ian, my graduating senior. Well, the song is done and the process of co-creating it with the artist on Songfinch was so cool. I got to provide details and ideas and then the musician of my choice wrote up the lyrics, put it to the music that I picked and... The results are so cool. I can't wait to surprise Ian with it. I will be sure to record it and share it with all of you. Songfinch is an innovative service that lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and it lasts forever. After moving through their process, you get the final results in four to seven days. For a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or anniversary, or even just a gift to show your loved one how much you care. Start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Go to songfinch.com slash joyful and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, which is a $50 value. Again, my URL is songfinch.com slash joyful. Don't forget to share your song with us too. songfinch.com slash joyful. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Thank God. Spring into summer is my favorite time of year. After turning 50 last September, I've been really working on my physical health and well-being and can honestly say that I am feeling better in my body than I have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 35 different meal choices, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. Yeah, and and finding a house that we loved and putting an offer on it and having everything work out. I mean, that was a pretty friggin' phenomenal, exciting thing as well, too, for sure. A great trip with my family, with my extended family for my dad's birthday, 75. Whoa. 
it's crazy to think about being 75. Shout out to my dad. I love you, dad. Um, and actually that trip in particular, you know, it's interesting, right? When we're with, and this is, I think, relevant because we're heading into the holidays, probably moving towards some evenings or days of spending time with a lot of family members, maybe people that we don't typically spend time with. And I don't know if this happens to you, but sometimes like family dynamic, it runs pretty deep, right? We're pretty connected to that child that we were. And I think sometimes what can happen is when we're with our extended family, that child that we were can can peek out, right? And I know for me, sometimes when I'm with certain family members, I tend, I can slide into defensive 16-year-old. And everything rubs me the wrong way and I can get kind of pouty and just like bugged and and defensive and like ill, you know, and I'll like pouty and yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Well, I was in Mexico with my whole family and I knew that, you know, this was the place this that there would be opportunities for me to slide into my little 16-year-old self and I decided the first day I totally journaled about it. I decided that I was going to show up to my family and my vacation as my fully evolved up until now 46 at the time I was 45 year old woman self. You know, I, I am a complete whole person and I've done a lot of work and I'm really proud of who I am and I'm proud of what I've accomplished and I'm okay with having a different opinion than my family. I'm confident in my choices. And so I decided that very first morning that that's how I was going to show up. And it was so interesting the rest of the week noticing all the times, all the moments where it would have been really easy for me to (laughs) be 16-year-old Casey. And I just watched those opportunities just kind of move aside. They would show up and I would let them go and they had no pull, no effect on me. So I really invite you to think about, you know, if you have family that, you know, a family dynamic that tends to, you know, send you to that place of like, oh God, I wish I didn't have to spend time with them. Or sometimes it's so hard, you know, I mean, there's some pretty hot button stuff happening in politics right now. And if you just want to avoid all of that, I invite you to show up as who you are today. Like be proud, be confident, right? Own who you are, own the choices that you've made, own the life that you've created for yourself and be unapologetic about it. Yeah, that's a good one. Be unapologetic about it. Um, hey, Ian, yeah. come here. I know. So listeners, I'm sitting with this piece of foam over my head. So the sound is good. And now my son is here. Yay. Hi, Hi. Ian. Hi. I was just talking about 2019 and I'm wondering if you'll share what was the best thing that happened for you in 2019? The best thing that happened for me in 2019 was probably uh, moving to Bellingham because moving to Bellingham has created a lot of new opportunities for me to make friends and it's just really 
great change of environment. Yeah, so people know, because I talked about it, that you were not, I was nervous about moving you, and you were not stoked about changing it up. Yeah. I wasn't, but I think it's really been a great fit for me here. Yay. I met a lot of friends, and I like it a lot. I like it better than Monroe. Yeah. Did you, um, did anything, did you learn anything about yourself in the process of, like, being the new guy? And um, I learned that I'm really good at making friends and, Aww. yeah, kind of take after you in that. <laughs> I'm a total friend stalker. Yeah, I just learned that no matter, like, how the environment changes, I'll probably be able to adapt. Awesome. Can I ask you one more question? Sure. What are you looking forward to in 2020? Probably starting high school and just starting that chapter of my life. Oh my gosh. It's so crazy that you're going to start high school, but not yet. Not anytime soon. You're going to be in eighth grade for a while longer. All right. Thanks, dude. I love you. Love you too. Oh, I got one of my people to chat with me. That was exciting. My husband totally scooted by without making eye contact. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So being with family, being with family as our fully evolved self and noticing too, right? Noticing when we aren't being that. Noticing when the trigger shows up. And typically when we're triggered, that's when that little young person inside of us rears their head and just says, hey, knock it off. Or I know, you know, I know how to respond to this, right? And so, yeah, I invite you to enjoy this holiday with your people as your fully realized, evolved self, because you're awesome, all right? Hardest thing, hardest thing that happened in 2019. Well, I think that for many of you that have been following me this fall, you know that it's been a really challenging fall. But I think, you know, even as we lived through, um, you know, moving and changing communities, we had, I had five months this year where my husband was working out of town, like out of, like out of state. I didn't, I saw him like three times over five months. And, you know, my, the kids and I found our rhythm inside of that, but it was, it was really hard. And I feel like we're still kind of, um, adjusting to being together again. And, and, you know, I think one of the hardest things and one of the best things and the biggest lesson for me has really been and continues to be finding, um, acceptance in uncertainty. Like, I think that's been a lesson that you know how you know how they say like you're going to opportunities are going to present themselves over and over and over until you learn the lesson. Well, clearly <laughs> clearly this is the lesson I meant to learn because um I keep finding myself in these situations that are requiring me to be with uncertainty and be with the unknown and be you know finding trust inside of that and finding acceptance inside of that. And, um, and, you know, for someone like me who tends to be a wee bit controlling, who really wants to, I want to know, I want to know the outcome. I want to know what's going to happen. I feel safe when I know what's going to happen. I feel safe 
when people respond the way I think that they're going to respond and when things go sideways or not even sideways, when things are changed up, when there's unexpected twists and turns and uncertainty, it feels like it, it just brings up a lot of fear because I don't feel like I'm in control. And so I think this year, especially, especially the last few months, have really been this coming back to acceptance, radical acceptance, and an acceptance of uncertainty, and acceptance of the unknown, and trusting, right? Trusting that, trusting that what is, is meant to be right now. Oof. That's big. That's big, right? I think that for those of us with parents of, that are parents of teenagers, um, it's a dance that we do or that we're invited to do, right? Being with that while also holding, like, <laughs> I say this, holding the fact that, you know, we are the parent and we have responsibility. And, you know, sometimes those two things coexisting feels really like how can both of these things exist how can I be an acceptance of the unknown and uncertainty and be a responsible parent like that's my question that's 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 like the guiding question right now I don't know the answer to that I think and I think the answer to that is different for everyone right like I think it it's different for everyone it's different for every family, every child, you know, I think that it's short-sighted to believe that there is a formula and an absolute way of being with teenagers um, because who they are, what they're dealing with, what your values are. I don't know. I think that it just... It's so personal. Like I keep peeling back that layer, right? I know that it's personal and then it gets more personal. Like like it started off with choosing. I, I nursed my kids for a long time. Ian was two and a half. Rowan was three. I actually had a couple months of tandem nursing my kids, which was crazy. And it wasn't something necessarily that I broadcasted in all my circles it was just something that we quietly did. And that's what worked for our family. Same with, you know, we co-slept for a long time. We've been making choices for our family that work for our family that we feel confident about, even as there's levels of uncertainty for a long time. Yeah. And we're still doing it well into the teen years. Yeah. So I think that something for me, and I'm curious about you, what have you learned about yourself this year? What have you endured and what has that taught you about you, right? What have you endured and what has that taught you about you? I have to find this, this little graphic that I saw recently. Um, I actually posted it in the live in love with joyful. No, I didn't. One of my friends that's in the live in love group Hey, Audrey, I'm calling you out, girl. Shout out to my friend, Audrey, and her cute girl, Serena. Um, she just shared about having a hard time, having a hard day. And I saw this thing. I think I saw it on Instagram, and I love it. And it says, on particularly rough days, 
I like to remind myself that my track record for getting through bad days so far is 100%. And that's pretty good. (laughs) I love that, right? I love that. Like the hardest days. And I have this really great interview that's going to come out in January with Alyssa Campbell. Her um, website is seedandsow.org. And we talked about emotional regulation. And she talks about you know, the importance of just being with how we're feeling. And this is totally something that's coming up in therapy for me, but being with how we're feeling, letting our feelings, our experiences exist, right? And naming them. Hey, so I'm so excited. I want to share with you about one of our new sponsors, Starglow Media. They have this amazing show for all of you with younger kids called Mysteries About True Histories. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers and on adventures through time packed with puzzles and hidden equations, histories, and laughs. You all know Alana, our co-founder at Sproutable. She listened to the show with her seven-year-old and loved it. They would pause the show and try to figure out the math problems together, loved learning about different cultures and the histories around the world. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code breaking, pattern solving, and so much more. Math is geared math is what they call it. Math is geared towards kids six and over, but can be enjoyed by the entire family. Episodes drop every Thursday and they're about 15 minutes. Perfect length for the car rides, mealtime, break time, bedtime. Each episode is stacked with so much laughter and your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune into Mysteries About True Histories math with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. And then moving into a coping strategy, whether it's breathing it out or movement Um, I'm super excited to share that podcast with you because it's a really good interview. But so often we want to push it aside or push it down or fix it. And, you know, I think this year I keep learning over and over again. I keep being invited into being with right here, right now, being with the present moment. And sometimes there's a lot of pain. Ooh, 
which reminds me. So I have posted on Instagram. I'm reading this book called, what is it called? Um, it's upstairs. Darn it. Um, something about hard times. It's Pema Chodron's book. Um, and it is totally looking at my Instagram account right now. Um, it's Buddhist principles. And I know you're going to hear me talk a lot about Buddhist principles because I'm really digging it. It's there. The, when things fall apart, that's what it's called. Um, and it's, you know, Buddhist principles for hard times. And one of the things that I was, I've been reading about the last couple of days is called Tong, Tonglen meditation. And it is a practice where we breathe in our pain, right? So for me, what shows up is worry and stress and worry and, and uncertainty. So the practice is to breathe it in, really allow it to exist in my body. Not only that, but expand into thinking about all the people on the planet who are also suffering from worry and uncertainty and self-doubt and breathing in everybody's worry and suffering and self-doubt. And then exhaling and offering myself and all those other people the gift of peace and confidence and um, okayness, right? And love and joy. So breathing in that pain and suffering that we're all feeling as we parent our teenagers in this time of uncertainty and fear and then releasing, releasing and allowing for an experience of connection around peace and love and confidence in what we're doing, Tonglen. And and I've been practicing that and it's been really lovely and we can also do it for other people, right? So if there's someone that you love, someone in your life that you love and you are wanting to breathe in to your body, breathing into your body, their fear, their anxiety, their worry, right? Their pain, their grief, let yourself hold it for them. And then exhale and you offer back peace and love and joy or whatever it is that you think that they need. I really am appreciating that practice and it's something that I'm going to make a commitment to doing in the next um, few, in the ne- in the coming year, in 2020. Yeah, it's something that I'm learning about myself is that I can continuously shift into a better version of me, right? And that's something also that I'm looking forward to. I'll tell you what else I'm looking forward to. I am super excited because a couple weeks ago, my project manager flew up to Bellingham and we had a weekend together and we mapped out 2020. And one of the things that I'm going to bring you in 2020 every quarter is a mini audio summit. I did the big audio summit last year. That was great. Loved it. It was so fun. You enjoyed it. This year, I'm going to do quarterly mini summits with just five interviews, and they're going to be topic specific. So the first one is going to come up the beginning of February. I even have a landing page that you can go to to sign up for the summit so that you can you know, it's not going to go through the podcast. It's going to go, it's going to be delivered directly to your, um, 
to your inbox, and it's going to be all about mental health. And teens, we're going to talk about anxiety, depression, self-harm, eating disorders. We're going to talk about um, DBT therapy, which is this amazing therapy and uh, that I just don't think is very well known. And so my therapist is going to come on and I'm going to interview him about this type of therapy. And, and I'm also going to have a specialist come on and talk about ADD and ADHD and, and how to support our teens and how to support ourselves being in relationship with our teens that are struggling with any of these, any or all or a couple, you know, or some of these things. I'm super excited. If you are ready to sign up for that, it's totally free. Go to joyfulcourage.com slash MH mini summit, all one word, M-H-M-I-N-I-S-U-M-M-I-T. Super stoked. So I'm going to do the mini summit. Then about a month later, I'm going to run the Joyful Courage Academy again for parents of teenagers. Super stoked about that. And then second quarter, it'll be the same thing. I'll do another mini summit, another round of the academy and carry on through 2020 like clockwork. It's going to be fantastic. Super excited. I'm also really excited because starting in January, I have a bunch of openings in my coaching calendar. So if you are someone who has been toying with the idea of one-on-one coaching, this is a great time to get on my schedule because I have some room. I'm finishing up with a few people and it's opening up time and space. So yeah, get on that. You can just email me if that's something you're interested in at Casey at joyfulcourage.com. Yeah. So anyway, I, this is the last, this is the last episode of 2019. You guys, I'm super stoked. It comes out on Christmas Eve day, Christmas Eve morning, which is also my husband's birthday. So happy birthday, Ben. I love you. Happy holidays for those of you that have already been celebrating your holidays. If you've already, you know, if my Jewish friends and Hanukkah's over, happy, happy Hanukkah. Um, I hope that you had a glorious time with your family and everybody that celebrates Christmas or anything else that you might celebrate, just loving you, just loving the season of being together and, and cheer and, and quality time. Yeah. And don't forget if you're expecting it to be a certain way, remember my podcast a couple weeks ago, be explicit, be explicit about what you want. That way you don't end up. Disappointed and resentful that everyone couldn't read your mind. (laughs) Oh, I love you people. Thank you so much for listening. I am here for you. I'm here for you. And um, just really looking forward to what happens, what's what's lying ahead, what's what's in the future for all of us, for our families, for our kids. You know, the only thing that's certain is uncertainty. So yeah, we can do it. We've got this. Big love to all of you. Bye. Thank you again for tuning in and listening to me. I so appreciate it. I love that you want to listen. I love it when you let me know that what I share lands for you. 
please, 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 if you haven't already, head on over to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review. It is so helpful to the podcast. It makes it so that when new people show up looking for a parenting podcast, my show comes up for them because it has such great reviews from people like you. And if you leave me a review, there's a very good chance that I will read it on the air, which just, you know, makes you feel special. So head on over to iTunes and look for Joyful Courage and leave a rating and review. Big thanks to my friend and my editor, Chris Mann from Podshaper. If you're a podcaster listening to the show right now and you're looking for someone to support you in the editing and production of your show, I would definitely head over to podshaper.com and check out Chris's work. He's been with me for a really long time and I really appreciate him. He's amazing. Um, yeah, and just happiest of holidays. Bring in the new year strong, my friends. You've got this. And when it feels like things are spinning out of control, don't forget, find your breath. Find your breath and ride it into your body. And once you've relaxed your body, take that balcony seat and trust that everything is gonna be okay. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co., and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.